You're listening to the Bromsgrove Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Very warm welcome to this week's Bromsgrove and Droidwich Standard Podcast with me, Tristan Harris. It was a very busy election night last night and a resounding one for the Conservative Party as they took 365 of the 650 seats on offer, giving them an 80-seat majority. Next were Labour on 203, third the SNP, which took 48 of the 59 in Scotland. It was a bad night for the Liberal Democrats who were hoping to benefit from the Remain vote with their policy on revoking Article 15, cancelling Brexit, but they finished on 11 seats, that was one less than they had before the polls opened and it was worse still for leader Jo Swinson losing her seat to the SNP The DUP had 8 seats after the poll, down 2 and 15 went to the other parties including 7 for Sinn Féin, 4 for Plaid Cymru Two for the SDLP and one each for the Green Party and the Alliance Party. We were in Bromsgrove where Sajid Javid increased his sizeable majority by 6,533 votes to a lead of more than 23,000 over Labour's Rory Shannon. Liberal Democrat Dr David Nicholl finished third on 6,779 and the Green Party's Kevin White had 1,783. I caught up with Sajid Javid after the declaration and this is what he had to say. Congratulations, Sajid, on, on, on the victory tonight. Uh, you, you must be delighted. Uh, look, I'm absolutely thrilled with the... Obviously, nationally, the results still coming through, but here in Bromsgrove, it's a, it's a very uh, strong mandate. I think the, the biggest majority, it seems, certainly I've ever had, and probably the one, is one of the biggest ever here in Bromsgrove, but uh, it's, it's really good to be backed by so many people. And, uh, you know, you can never take anything for granted, and I'm going to go out there and do my very best. So what do you think that shows, the increase in majority? Um, I, I think here in Bromsgrove what it showed, and I certainly found this uh, campaigning uh, on the doorsteps, that people were fed up with the sort of arguments in Parliament non-stop, the paralysis. They want to see us moving on as a country, and that they've listened to the sort of uh, mandates that were put forward by all the major political parties, and they have here in Bromsgrove accepted that the Conservatives rightly are offering the best way forward, get Brexit done, but with a deal, which is fantastic, uh, but also to focus on the priority that they have, uh, but also the economic argument. And uh, as Chancellor, I'm always very interested in that. And they want to know how things are going to be paid for. And, uh, and, and when it came to Labour in particular, I think uh, people, uh, Labour took people for fools and pretended that you know that you could just pay for things, some some kind of magic money tree that doesn't exist. And people have you know, rejected that argument. And what about this? Because I know you're very keen personally to get mm. get on with the uh, the hospitals, the nurses, uh, mm. the, the education funding the policing and everything yeah. and obviously there's been a lot about that and uh, whether all that can be delivered and will be delivered uh, by the Conservative government what, what's your message about these services that have been promised well this, this is what we said is exactly what we're going to do and so you, well, I've talked often about the people's priorities and it is healthcare and our great NHS and to make sure it gets all the funding that it needs to give us uh, the service that we all uh, rely on uh, more police on the streets here in uh, Bromsgrove and uh, West Mercia uh, more broadly. We've already started to get more police officers and I think people want to see that investment continue. But also investment in schools. In Worcestershire in particular, uh, we have uh, not always got the fairest share of funding for schools and that's changing. We want to level up. And these these three areas, your NHS, policing, schools, uh, are the ones that, uh, that were, uh, I found, the most important on the doorstep and people appreciated that that's what we were focusing on. 
Sajid, it's great to see you back in Bromsgrove. Um, Thank you. I know you spend a lot of time in London. You are very high up in office. Um, what would you like to say to the people of Bromsgrove that are still supporting you? Uh, first of all, I would like to thank them for the support that they have uh, given me uh, today. It's an incredible uh, mandate, and uh, it's the fourth time I've been uh, elected here, and it's been the privilege of my life so far. And as you say, yes, I have to spend time in London, of course, to do my job in Parliament, but also uh, in, in the government. Uh, but you know, the only reason I can do that is because the people of Bromsgrove have backed me in the first place, and that's something I never take for granted. And next year, you'll be going into your 10th year as the MP for Bromsgrove. What would you like to see wow. happen in the town now? <laughs> uh, well, there's a, there's a lot that's been achieved in Bromsgrove in those uh, 10 years. I'm incredibly uh, proud of that. And I think that's actually helped in this campaign, because I found going out the doorstep, more and more people had met me or they communicated with me either through email or phone. And, uh, and, and the feedback I got has always, you know, thankfully, uh, been positive. But people know that you know, if you want to get things done for your town as well as for your country, you need that sort of active uh, MP that will listen to you and always try his very best. Absolutely. And finally, what's the, what's the plan for tomorrow? Is it back to London or is it a pint in the local boozer? <laughs> well, I, I think I'm going to be heading back to London uh, in a few hours' time uh, because uh, there will be work, you know, hopefully, if the, if the projections are confirmed, uh, Boris Johnson will have to you know, form a government. It will be a great government, but you know, hopefully um, you know, I might have a role in that government, a continued role, and uh, I, I want to make sure that we can get cracking with the manifesto that we'd set out to the British people. Are you confident that you're going to retain your role? Well, I don't take anything for granted. Thank you, Nick. I, I just wanted to get your reaction yeah. to your victory and also uh, what, what Bromsgrove really means to you as a constituency. Well, uh, again, you know, I am, you're, you're thrilled with the mandate I've been given uh, by local people. And uh, you know, for me, it always begins uh, with Bromsgrove. And uh, you know, people have said to me, and including this campaign on the doorstep, you know, you're busy, obviously, as Chancellor. I've had other roles in government that have always been a privilege uh, to have that role. Uh, but if I'm not elected first and foremost here in Bromsgrove, uh, th there's nothing to do on the national stage. And, and that's why Bromsgrove always comes first. Yeah, and, and obviously now that, now that you're obviously Brexit is now the kind of the main priority is that something that you're going to get straight I think I think it's fair to say it's probably the most immediate priority in the next few weeks because one of the things that we want to do is to sort of move beyond that and the way you do that is by delivering uh, on, on on the Brexit vote originally and we're going to do that with our deal and as we said uh, during the election campaign that we will begin the process of uh, the exit uh, before Christmas complete it certainly by the end of January Sajid Javid there who's expected to um, resume his role as Chancellor um, bearing in mind Boris Johnson did say that before the election so we'll watch this space and see what happens um, with Brexit and the government, the new government as it tries to take Britain forward Back to Bromsgrove last night, Rory Shannon, the Labour candidate, praised the election process and he thanked all the candidates for conducting politics in how it should be done. He said it was a very fair campaign. Um, they were thoughts echoed um, from what Sajid had said as well. They all agreed it was a nice fair fight here in Bromsgrove. Dr David Nicholl, he said, as we go forward, it was important that the Conservatives were held to account over the promises about new hospitals and other spending pledges. He also stressed the importance of keeping the United Kingdom together. 
in light of Brexit and uh, the Irish border and the situation over there. In other areas, Nigel Huddleston was returned in mid-Worcestershire, which covers Droitwich, of course. He polled 37,452, 28,000 more than the Labour candidate, Helen Russell. She finished on 9,408 with Margaret Rowley, the Liberal Democrat, on 6,474. The Green Party's Sue Howarth received 2,177. And the Monster Raving Looney Party candidate, Barmy Brockman, he was fourth on 638. It was a bad night in Northfield for Labour's Richard Burden, who had held the seat there for 27 years. He's a columnist as well with the Standard with his Westminster Diaries, so sad times there. Um, he had a majority of 4,667 going into this election, and despite polling 18,317, he was beaten by Conservative Gary Sambrook, who notched up 19,957. So um, he thanked uh, Richard Burden, thanked all the people from Northfield for uh, supporting him over the years and said uh, they've been fantastic and thanked all those, of course, who voted for him yesterday. We've got more information and reaction on our Bromsgrove Standard and DroitwichStandard.co.uk websites. In other news this week, we've got the developer responsible for the Raven Hotel in Droitwich pledging to start work early next year on the historic building. Malvern Homes Limited had permission to build 51 homes um, in the building, but there were concerns about the listed part falling into a state of disrepair a couple of months back and the developer has given reassurances over that that it will be protected and restored to its former glory um, again we've got reaction on our droitwichstandard.co.uk website and from uh, droitwich means business as well um, the group which campaigns to put droitwich on the map they're backing the plans there the other big story in this week is community housing project route cic it's based up north but it's looking across all councils in england and appealing for owners of empty and dilapidated homes in bromsgrove and droitwich to get in touch so that these properties can also be restored to their former glory and used to address the area's housing crisis that story is available on our websites and in this week's paper where there are plenty of other pieces as well plenty of christmas stuff and uh, and other pieces well that's about it i'm going to keep it short this week remember you can stay up to date on our websites bromsgrovestandard.co.uk and droitwichstandard.co.uk follow us on social media we've got pages on facebook twitter and instagram that's where all the uh, conversation takes place and remember if you want something covered in the paper on the website or on this podcast if you think it's something that we would be interested in you can get in touch editor at bromsgrovestandard.co.uk or editor at droitwichstandard.co.uk i'm off to catch up on some much needed sleep after last night's election I think the Bromsgrove result was called about 3 o'clock by the time I put all the copy online and stuff it was about 5 um, so we'll be back next week with a Christmas special hopefully I'll be rested and recuperated by then um, a Christmas special podcast next week all that's left to say make sure you have plenty of festive fun and have a good week <laughs> <laughs>